film review. This is a review of Noah. So apologies again. I keep saying this and I'm frustrated with having to say it, but it's been a long time since my last new review due to other commitments, etc. Having said that, I really hope now they're going to be more frequent. I'm gunning for at least one a week as a minimum standard, hopefully more, but one a week. Hey, let's do it. I saw this in the cinema a while ago. More reviews will follow. They're a little bit old, so apologies. So Noah, this is Darren Aronofsky directing, who I like very much, even if not all of his films have worked entirely. Aronofsky is actually a really interesting choice for a project like this. I could see someone like Peter Jackson giving the reins, you know, big sweeping epic. But what we have here is a dying world. It's a biblical world. It's the world of Cain and Abel and mankind has grown wicked and expanded across the face of the planet, making it a cold and desolate and unforgiving place. And Aronofsky does a fantastic job of displaying that. You've really got a sense that this is a dying world and it's a very cold and heartless place. Noah himself is the descendant of the spiritual good guys, basically, but his religious zeal and his extremism display themselves in the film through his ugly choices. As the film progresses, it gets a lot greyer and a lot bleaker, and that's very interesting. Firstly, the film looks absolutely fantastic. As I said, you get a real sense that the world is dying. It's, it's a place of desolation. It's a place of desperation. It's a place that's been abandoned by God and it's cruel and it's blasted and God doesn't listen. Uh, interestingly, I'd also say that this film is about spirituality without really being a Christian film. And this is distinctly Old Testament. You know, the, the New Testament is more about forgiveness, whereas the Old Testament is all about rape and pillage and bad stuff. This is all about bad stuff, but this is the general fact that people talk to God and God doesn't talk back. And that's a very, very bleak, very depressing picture. And that's what we have. Noah himself isn't a forgiving sort of person. He is very Old Testament. He is not New Testament. He does not think that God loves you. So it's him, crucially. He's not talking to God per se. He is interpreting his dreams and acting upon them. The film is really long and it felt really long. I, th I thought we were sort of getting to the end and then there was this whole new bit but in this instance, and I complain films are too long all the time, I felt that we got to know the characters better and we got a better understanding. Sometimes I think it dilutes it in this instance. Actually, to be honest, the standard of the acting was so good, the script was so good, and it was just so interesting. I thought we got to know things a bit better and got to understand things better from the extra time. We've got the moral hypocrisy, the dilemma of drawing absolute lines of good and bad and it's superbly displayed by Darren Aronofsky. Not all of his characters I don't think are superbly acted but most of them absolutely are and it's a world made up of greys and he displays that really well. It's you know the absolutism of white and black of good and bad. It's not really how the world is and he does a fantastic job of displaying that. The humans who were to be purged are played extremely intelligently and you can read them in any number of ways really as sinners or as victims and again the answer lies somewhere in between. We've got Ray Winston here as the scowling leader of the humans who are damned, they are not to be saved. And luckily here he's not affecting one of his great American accents or being insufferable so he's got his sort of normal voice but he's pretty much Shakespearean really, he's really good. He's a fascinating character, absolute bag of contradictions, and he's really well played. And I give Ray Winston a lot of a lot of bad press because, frankly, I think he often deserves it. But here he just shows he can be really good. Russell Crowe is the star. He does a wonderful job as Noah. And actually, 
Noah himself, because he's an extremist, he's a zealot, really, it would be really easy to uh, for him to be bland, his character to be boring in comparison to the more interesting characters, the ones that are full of grey, but he's really good, he's a sort of bombastic best. I wouldn't necessarily go for a beer with Russell Crowe, not that he'd invite me, but hey... You know, when he's at his best, he's a very good actor. People are complaining it's too long. As I said, I don't have a problem with that. I don't entirely buy into the Stone Giants, although their backstory is very interesting and I think it's important for the film. I could see people complaining, ironically, that it's not religious enough. And I think actually they have a point there. Aronofsky is someone who's not interested in gods or fairies or leprechauns. He is someone who is interested in people. But hey, that's just fine by me. Camera guards, Christopher Thomas. <laughs> <laughs>